And we're back. My name is Karen Rao, and today I'm joined by someone who needs no introduction. It is the man, the myth, the legend, once again making his return to the Braves football podcast. It is Shamanth Deshpande. Ah, Kiran, it feels so good to be back in front of the mic. You know, it's been like so long since I lasted the podcast. And uh, hello to everyone. But, you know, truly I was never gone. I was always there. Uh, you know, giving my valuable suggestions and inputs, which is why of you guys course. have been putting some really good content. So we know of you course, can do, I'm... you can do, sorry, you can do, you know, you can do well without me, you know, so that's it. Of course, I'm sure that everyone knows that Shamath behind the sign, behind the scenes is really helping us grow as a company and um, produce the great content we do yeah. every week for our listeners. And you know we have two uh, new uh, employees, if you, if I might say, uh, in Rishi and Alexi. So we're growing, guys. We're growing. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be very excited to see their very own boss back onto the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Kiran's Kiran's there. He's a boss too, guys. So uh, are you not... far too kind? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you know, let's get back to what we do best football and today it's going to be about Spain and Portugal uh, what a match what a match that was one of the best matches I've watched in a very long time yeah I would definitely have to agree I mean coming into this World Cup this was one of the games in the group stage that we were all very excited for and it definitely lived up to that expectation um, we've seen so many goals across the beginning of the tournament and there was a good chunk in this match alone. Ciano. Yeah, you know, I was I was expecting a I was expecting a really good match, uh, which which it was, but uh, you know, right from the beginning, it was it was just like uh, so exhilarating, you know, from from the first minute, and uh, for Portugal to get ahead at the fourth minute, that was unexpected, but uh, somewhat deserved after you know you watched the first four minutes, they were like all over Spain. Uh, they didn't they didn't give them any space and it paid off you know it wasn't just like uh, four minutes of uh, you know just excited sort of uh, um, enthusiasm or whatever it was they were they were focused and they 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 came on the pitch to to do well uh, at the beginning and they did that yeah exactly I mean Portugal came out the came out the gate really swinging and it seemed that it kind of got Spain off guard almost. Yeah. Um, they weren't really expecting this Portugal side to come up them that fast. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of interesting to think about why that is. Uh, Shaman, do you have any insight on that? Uh, I, 
I don't know, maybe overconfidence, I guess. Uh, I think they expected to have the ball uh, from right from the first minute, which which wasn't the case. They sort of, uh, they had the ball and then uh, they sat back. Uh, they gave Portugal way too much pace and, uh, uh, you know, Portugal, they did, they did uh, what they do best, I guess, counter and then uh, they came they came through the the left flank which was amazing that that was by the way throughout the match uh, the left wing that was very active uh, in terms of uh, Portugal's attack um, and uh, you know th- I think yeah you're right Spain didn't expect that uh, I guess there was overconfidence yeah definitely there's also an outside shout about um, how the manager situation in Spain kind of affected this team going into this match. Only two days before, um, their previous manager, Julian Lapetegui, got sacked um, for his talks and obvious appointment to Real Madrid. So it was really interesting to see how Spain came into this game and how they, what kind of approach they did take going in. Yeah, for the for the most part, Hero God is. Uh... His players, his squad, uh, the starting eleven, right? Uh, I didn't see, uh, you know, like unexpected names or anything. It was, it was uh, what Spain Spain does best, and uh, he set them up exactly like what or what they do. You know, the, it wasn't un- unexpected. But uh, there's something to like note here, and uh, like the, uh, it w- it is that Spain kind of lo- have lost their mojo. After uh, I I would say uh, the 2010 World Cup, to be honest, I think 2014 they were out, you know, in the group stages. Uh, that was one of the worst performances uh, a big team has put out for a for a long time. And then uh, they had a good period, I think, from 2014 to maybe 16 before the Euros. And then they were sort of exposed in the Euros too by by Italy, you know. The, uh, it was um, that was that was that was when their downhill sort of fall started, and, and that sort of showed in this match too. Um, what are your thoughts on that, Kira? Real interesting journey you kind of took us down there for the history of Spain, but I must agree it's kind of a a transition from the original tiki-taka football that we did originally see from that Spanish side. And I think that's really thanks to Julian Lapetegui, um, who unfortunately isn't with the team anymore. We saw with the first goal that Spain scored, um, it was really root one football. It was straight from De Gea all the way to Diego Costa, and that's something that we don't really associate with the Spanish squad, but something I feel like is really necessary for this team to go forward, and it was great to see. Wait, what? You said no. Oh. Wait, you said you like that football? Which football? Why are we playing? I said it was, it was nice to see like a difference from Tiki Taka, yeah. but just just like so that they can like progress as a team because they need another dimension. But it's all working out, right? Well, sort of. I mean, they went to qualify like I mean, in, like a password game. Oh yeah, they also team. In qualify? One, yeah, one. I mean, why do you want to see the music? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go on and 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 I'm going to go
you're right about uh, teams having to uh, sort of have another dimension uh, to them you know so, so that they can do perform well in uh, in uh, different scenarios and games and things like that but i like it and i don't know maybe uh, it is a transition phase as you said uh, with all the new young players coming in uh, especially from uh, real madrid and things like that but uh, i don't know it's, uh, it doesn't look like uh, it it's uh, helping them much right now maybe it's too early or, or something like that but uh, i think it's uh, it's it's definitely different and uh, i don't know we have to see how how sort of things take a turn from here because with the uh, manager situation as uh, as we talking about uh, uh, it's too it's definitely too early to sort of get back to that tiki taka style of play uh from here uh, but i don't know if you see yeah you're right i mean we saw a good bit of football in the qualification stage but when it really does matter um in the first game of the world cup they really ended this game in portugal in a draw that felt like a defeat uh and one man that was really responsible for it was cristiano ronaldo once again coming up to the yeah. stage my god what a what a what a player uh there are no words to to describe him you know uh, he he did this in the euros he's been, he's been do actually he's been doing it for for years and years for club and country um and you know at this point of time it almost feels uh kind of lackluster even uh you know praising him this much yeah because we know what uh, what he does best in he does it all the time so uh I, i don't think we have to mention his performance that's that's given absolutely i mean him taking the game with a scruff of the neck and really turning it on his head has been something that we're all so accustomed to um and even if you guys don't know already do follow us on twitter we had absolute pandemonium where we made a twi- a flurry of tweets in praise of cristiano ronaldo Yeah we were you know the goals came in so fast and they were like uh, there was so much uh, excitement around them that we, we 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 were like so slow you know sending out the tweets but uh, yeah that was this was something uh, that was uh, that will go down history as one of the the greatest individual performances uh, and sort of it go into his personal account of uh, the other great performances that he's had. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And definitely another feather in his cap. But Shaman, yeah. did you see any other players that kind of helped Ronaldo get to this level during this game? Yeah, definitely. Uh it wasn't uh like you know, it wasn't him. I mean, sure he he was the the man of the match and whatever, you know, let's put that thing uh things to the side. But uh he I think team sort of did complement his uh uh and supplement his play. Uh it wasn't it wasn't a one man army or anything of the uh, like of that sort. You know, they uh they did what uh, they had to do against his pain side. They they uh they played on the counter, you know, they sat back, defended not so well. You know, they had three goals which is not a good sign, but uh they did well on the counter uh when Ronaldo was on the ball. And uh for the most part it was uh it was a uh, uh 
वेरी वेल थॉट आउट प्लान यू नो सिट बैक डिफेंड एंड काउंटर अटैक एंड सम ऑफ द प्लेयर्स दैट वन प्लेयर दैट डिड रियली वेल इन मिड फील्ड वॉज विलियम करवालियो दैट वॉज अ स्प्लेंडेड परफॉर्मेंस बाई स्पेशली कंसिडरिंग द फैक्ट दैट यू सराउंडेड बाई सम ऑफ द बेस्ट प्लेयर्स इन द वर्ल्ड सर्च ऑफ स्केट्स there was uh, andre iniesta and uh, oh come on who's the other guy oh iska give me the yeah yeah isko yeah correct yeah uh, that oh that isko's performance was amazing too by the way yeah definitely man of the match might maybe yeah if ronaldo hadn't scored the winning goal absolutely i mean for this portugal side who doesn't have as many superstars to come toe to toe with the likes of that midfield alone is a huge yeah. step up for them. Yeah, and he was such a boys figure, you know. His stats were absolutely amazing. You know, he had a uh, 90% uh, pass completion, the second most touches and the most number of passes in that midfield, which is which is amazing, guys. I mean, uh, to even get get uh, you know through uh, you know fairly well when he's surrounded by such good players it is very hard and he did that he did that in euros too so you know kudos to him hopefully uh our teams recognize his performance and maybe he gets on the bigger uh scene in the club world why I, i hope you're not referring to a shock move to chelsea there ah <laughs> you're right kid you got me there <laughs> europa league is always by the champions league guys <laughs> there there you have it folks a, a great bit of insight there from shaban uh, but this yeah, is yeah feels bad guys yeah this is this actually puts this group in a very interesting situation um with both of these teams drawing and now it looks like iran are top of the group so how do you see this group playing out into later stages and does this change your prediction at all as to who's going to finish first or second Um wow well, by the way Iran on top of the group that was uh, that was some news right there uh, wasn't expecting that but you know in terms of uh, who's going to co- uh, sort of come out with shining colors i now it's kind of tough you know because i was expecting uh obviously he's going to be one of these two uh, i don't think there's there's much uh, discussion on that but uh, it it is kind of interesting it is very interesting now uh i i think portugal might actually uh you know uh come out on top because it was it was a good performance you cannot deny that uh it was it was team performance and not 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 executed uh, to perfection but it was something against the spain spain team which is i guess was arguably one of the fav- favorites right yeah definitely i think i think you make a really good point there in that portugal did well against a lineup of absolute superstars but my yeah. only question around the team is if they can keep that level of performance consistently um we know that spain didn't have a great game against portugal but they still managed to dug out a result and i think that their quality alone might help them top that group Well, yeah, you know, like, you know, you can see how we're talking about Spain now that they managed to get a result, which is actually not, which shouldn't be the case when they have such good players. But uh, 
uh, I don't know. You know, in the Euros, it was. Uh, I don't think anyone, even in the, uh, even like, uh, thought Spain or uh, Portugal would wait, uh, would get to the quarterfinals. You know, but uh, they had a lot of luck in that. But they did get through. They they won the thing. So this it comes once in four years. So I think anything can happen. You know, maybe even in- England can win the World Cup. So <laughs> I think that is too much of <laughs> that is a, that is too much of an exaggeration. Yeah, that might be a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely some interesting stuff from there, Shamant. Um fantastic to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. It just feels uh it feels so good, you know. Uh get to connect with all the fans that we have. So wow, amazing. Great stuff. Um I'm sure some of you might have uh, been missing Alexi Fouquet. He's kind of built up a bit of a cult following here at the Brace. Um, but do not worry, he will be back as well. And hopefully, we'll be able to get all three of us on a podcast soon. Yeah, yeah, that would, that would be amazing. Uh, uh, especially with, uh, with Alexi's take on uh, uh, France and things like that. So, yeah, that would be amazing. Excellent. Maybe next part. Excellent. Um, stay on the lookout for more from the Brace Football Podcast um, and for more content throughout the World Cup and beyond. Keep it right here. Yeah, it's I think that was long. That was like a really long.